Are we still playing? Oh, wait a second. We're still there. This is our post-game show. Wait. Oh, wait. We're, we're doing it twice. <laughs> we're not doing it twice, folks. This is the fanatical post-game no, show. I'm so, I'm so excited. <laughs> I have to, you know, I have to play. Yes. Um, welcome, everybody. This We are the Fanatical Elves, and... This is Steve, and I am John, and we're coming to you a little bit late after the game. I know you guys have all been out there celebrating. What a glorious, glorious win. Any time, any moment in history when you can take down the Pittsburgh Steelers, our arch rival, in any form or fashion, it makes it extra special. And this um, this team did it again. It's their cardiac kids, like Steve just said, 3.0, because this is at least – what three games now that the uh, Browns have been just five. stellar five. five. So it's 5.0 five but... games this season. <laughs> NFL uh, record. They've come from behind five times, five times, folks, yep. five times. NFL record. According I, I, to Jake. Potter, yeah. Five times. Now I want to tell everybody, like I was listening to ESPN radio afterwards with Aaron hammer and Emmett golden and everything. And they were mis giving information about, some of them, they were saying this was the first time that the Browns have been seven and three since their beginning of their time. And I'm like, uh, no, go back to 2020, 2020. They ran off yeah. four straight wins. They went from five and three up to nine and three before they lost to the Baltimore Ravens on that Monday night, cold December day. So yes, the Browns have been seven and three under Kevin Stefanski before, and they are moving forward after uh, a win where, the team got off to a good start uh, with their new quarterback, DTR, Doreen Thompson-Robinson. Uh, got to a 10-point lead at halftime. Might have been a little bit more than that, but we'll talk about Should that here in a minute. 12. Yep. <laughs> and we'll talk about that here in a minute. And then uh, second half uh, started off kind of with a bang for the Steelers as they ran off a 75-yard run by that Warren kid. And, uh, you know, I was at the game. We'll talk about that here in a minute, too. Um, fought back, tied the game, got there in that last five-minute, six-minute window of time, and both teams had opportunities, uh, did not do much with the ball, but the Browns got the ball back with a minute 18 or so and uh, just did some really good things. I actually think that – well, we'll talk about that here in a minute, but we, we got it down to the, the goal line or got it down to the 20 – and that good old reliable uh, Phil Dawson. Oh wait, not Phil Dawson. No, uh, Dust, Dustin Hopkins. Uh, D Hop. Dustin. Uh, D Dustin is that? No. Uh, who's who's the actor? Dustin Hop um, Hopkins. Who am I thinking of? Um, the guy from Kramer versus of, Kramer uh, of. Uh, uh, yeah, Kramer and Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer uh, and you're thinking yeah. of. Uh, uh, Tootsie and yeah, 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 and... yeah. <laughs> Dustin Hop. No, anyway, okay, okay. So it's, anyway, Browns get the winning kick. Kid hits the thirty-four yard. Of course, there's a flag. There's always a flag. Um, but it went the Browns' way again, and all is good. Uh, everything ended well, and the Browns prevailed thirteen to ten. Steve, how you feeling tonight? Good, very good. Uh, that was a rough third quarter. Um, mm. that's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Browns know, love, offense stalled. I love they just, steady Eddie. 
I do yes. love Steady Eddie, but that was a bad third quarter by Steady Eddie. It yes. It really was. Yes. Um, do you think they got away? That, yeah. Yeah. He should have challenged the safety, but I'm glad he challenged the touchdown. Yes. So he came out. Kind well, of you know, you know what I saw. We talked about this. At, I was at the stadium and up watching it from afar, but above where we had a good vantage point of the sideline and everything. And, and every, all the news stories I've heard, and maybe you've probably already heard this and other fans have too, but Stefanski did, uh, was intending on, on challenging that Garrett safety, but did not, or as from what I understand, he either got the flag out and, and the referees were ignoring him. But that's really? kind of what, uh, yes, uh, Jared, ah. Gerard, Sherry and stuff were down on the sideline. And because there were, because the, my uh, neighbor, the guy that sits next to me, he, he said he saw Stefanski, you know, throwing it or getting ready to throw it. And it was, but it was after they ran it. And the stories have come out have said that basically the refs blew it. They ignored Stefanski on that first. Cause you Duh. think, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was just tremendous. I mean, that moment, like, and that the, the fan, it was just pandemonium. Uh, then coming back and so the second play, getting out of the, out of the, uh, he didn't get out of the end zone practically either on the second, no, right? He didn't. Right. So both things should have been called. So that's where the referees, again, you know, the NFL tries to even the score and not give Browns opportunities, but we overcame that. But- but late in the game, the referees did not make a difference, which I was shocked. Right. They yeah, could've. I kept thinking they could have. Every time that ball gets got thrown in the air, I was like, I'm looking. I'm not even celebrating. I'm just looking for the flag <laughs> on the field. That's what some old us old Browns fans are always doing. Like we're like, where's the yep. flag? And I didn't even see the flag on the field goal till afterwards. I was pissed that I didn't see it initially. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's go back. So let's, you know, again, this, to the start of the game, the Browns didn't do much on their first possession. They kicked the ball to the Steelers who took the ball at the end zone, right? Correct. The ball got uh, inside kind of the ball the five. inside the five or so. And yep. so they were in, um, they were in a, uh, Drop back with the quarterback, um, and he got sacked immediately by Miles. Uh, yep. you, like you said, there was a foot on the line by Pickens. His foot was on the goal line. It should have been called a safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the uh, ref, who is uh, part of the network, goes, "That's a that's a mm-hmm. safety." Yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah. yeah, well, and then so. Let's let's uh so the, the Browns kind of they got the lead seven nothing and then they got a nice drive at the end of the first half. They were yep. working their way down, and I haven't looked at all the stats and all the drives, everything specifically. I've just kind of glanced at them a little bit on my my drive home. I was not driving, my my stepson Clay drove, so that was good. Um by the way, traffic coming back between Cle- Cleveland and Columbus, I there are just so many awful drivers here in the state of Ohio that simply do not understand <laughs> the rules of the road. And, you know, you have three or four lanes of traffic and you have people in that far left lane that just refuse to budge. And then you end up having everybody behind them trying to play 
bumper cars and zooming around. It's just nuts. Also, they had all every state trooper in the state of Ohio out on 71 um, this morning uh, and then coming back. So that was a little bit better, but it was causing a lot of, you know, problems. <laughs> we got home safe and sound. So that's that's all that matters. But well, um, no, no. So, OK, so they've taken the ball down the end of the first half. And we can dive into this now, or if you want to talk about it later, but David Njoku, I know, okay, here's, here's, I'm just going to say this because David Njoku has been playing with the team for a long time. Now I know that David Njoku got a lot of praise last week and I'm not David Njoku's biggest fan. Now, maybe you don't know that if you're listening to the podcasting, but there's some reasons that I don't like him. And maybe I've disclosed that on other podcasts, but um, you know, he had a good game last week, but this week was crap. He was, from what I understand on the radio, he was targeted 15 times. He caught seven for like 60-some yards and a big one at the end. I will give him, you know, he did hold on. And even Jim Donovan, who just came back from his <laughs> bout with cancer, and that was, by the way, a fantastic moment in Cleveland Brown's uh, memory. Um, he crashed the guitar uh, right before the beginning of the game and the, the 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 pandemonium amongst the fan base and was just fantastic but even john donovan uh jim donovan says and he held on to the ball like as he's catching this ball at the end of the game because it seemed like he was dropping everything everything under the sun he was oh it was he awful was. and it you know I, I mean and what i don't game last yeah. week and yeah he just negated it I'm sorry. I, he did. Right. I mean, oh. I, I'm, I'm oh, just, sometimes I just <laughs> think he is not paying attention. No. And but, it frustrates me because he pops up from those things. And I know these players, like even like they all do it, but like, you know, I want them to show a little bit of more emotion. Like if he drops yeah. the pass, go like, damn it. I dropped the pass. Like act like, you know, instead they just hop up and they run off. Like, you know, nothing happened. I'm like, and you got 65,000 fans booing you. There were people out there booing him today. Rightfully. So I know people get cranky with us Browns fans. who get booing other players, but those passes he was getting today, like being in the stadium, they were easy catches, easy catches. I and know. even the one, even the one that could have gone for a touchdown at the end of the first half, I'm not quite sure if he could have caught that. Do you think he could have caught it based on what you saw? No. No, really. okay. Okay. Not really, but he dropped several catchable right passes today and uh, you know, I got tired <laughs> of screaming at him. <laughs> I can That's yell the at damn TV book. all well, I let's want, talk. Well, but let's it's talk not going to change anything. <laughs> let's talk about a player that you like a lot more, and I, I, you have liked a lot more this season than I have, and that's uh, Elijah Moore. Came now, Elijah big. Moore, Late. yeah, talk, talk about that for a minute. Well, I, I'm, I'm re retweeting our, our live video here while I'm talking. So, came up speak. big. <laughs> a couple, uh, he had good catches, solid yes. catches. That last drive, two very important catches, get gets them down into field goal range. Yes. I mean, I just, boom, I'm happy. Yeah. Very no. happy. Um, it, they showed a, at the end of that game, 
it looked like some people have said that Dorian Thompson Robinson was crying on the sideline after he after the field goal, or he just emotional. Just did you see that? Uh, I think he was just emotional. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a big. I mean, it's a big moment for the kid. Uh, I mean, he threw the ball. By, by the way, he threw the ball forty-two times in this game. Which, <laughs> I, I, what I don't understand is in the, at, the I, at, at, in at at halftime, I looked at the stats and it was very balanced. Nineteen passes, eighteen runs. Yep. I'm going. I'm going. Okay. And there were a lot of comments on Twitter and every other social media platform. Like, hey, okay, pretty good. You know, Kevin's not doing too much. Steady Eddie is. Balancing out, and then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, third quarter. But the what third quarter was, was just—he kept getting him in that, you know, in the wasn't going under center, uh, in yep. the shotgun, and the guys next to me and all, all the Browns fans around me are going, "What the hell? Why?" And then when they—I I don't know, like what did he just decide that he thought that the Steelers knew what the guys were going to do with the run game? I could—I would think that the Browns and Stefanski would be smarter. Or he would have been like, get under center, use you know some of your better players to you know schemes to create you know positive plays to start series. Instead, it was one of those things where every series started off with you know went to second and fifteen or you know second and yeah. thirteen or you know there was a, rarely a positive play like you said, especially in that third quarter. It it went into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and really, what I want to talk about is it was the drive before the last drive for the Browns. It was like three minutes and twenty some seconds. The Browns got the oh, ball back. Yeah. And and but what yeah. I liked the what well the one thing I thought got things going a little bit was Kareem Hunt had a run in that series where it electrified. It finally got the fans in this out of their seats and got us a little bit like oh okay we can you know because. Really, honestly, from the beginning of the second half to that moment, the Browns were doing not much on offense. Nothing. And Nothing. creamed leaping over the guy and going for oh, 16 yards. That was, yards. The, last drive. That was, was that, the last drive. I think it was the second to last one. No, it stalled. That was the last drive. You, you think so? Okay. I think so. That okay. was a great play, though. <laughs> that, that's classic Kareem. Right. You can almost got sit, the, feel, Yeah. Right? Yeah. I got the, the team going. I got the fans going. I was standing up in my living room going, yes. Yes. Well, again, fans across the country, including my Browns backers buddies in Wichita, were sharing their videos of the victory with the field goal. Uh, Paul Brown in, in England and his yep. London group showing their euphoria. Um, the Browns crowd, I'd have to say it was one of the best crowds this season as far as being into the game. Uh, the Browns defense, again, is just you couldn't have asked for a better way to start that game for the Browns defense. And Miles Garrett with a sack, he got another one later in the game. So he had two. Uh, he has, what, yep. 13 and a half now or 14, something like that on the season? 12. Okay. I think he might have more than that. He Did went he, you in think he only with, had. Uh... 10. Oh, did he? I okay. Believe. I thought he had, I thought he had more. Well, what it, regardless, he's having a hell of a season. Um, they didn't do anything else, uh, spectacularly on defense, but they kept the, I mean, the Steelers offense is just dreadful. 
too. I mean, they they did <laughs> they did nothing either. And Pickett is just he's not a very good quarterback. And I mean, they're relying on their yeah they're relying on their run game. And there was a few nice runs by Najee Harris and uh, the, the the Warren kid, um, Jalen Warren. I hate Jalen Warren. Scares the Why? crap out of me. Yes. Cause you saw that <laughs> seventy-five yard. I mean, that scares the crap out of me. He have we had anybody run? When any was the last time we've? Week. Have we had a guy run against the Browns' defense this season that many yards? I don't think so. In one uh, play, Baltimore last week. <laughs> that McKidding kid. Whoa! How many yards rookie. did he go? He went like sixty on that, or forty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but not a 75 yarder. Yeah, that was just but a I bad play. I hate player. that Jalen Warren. I hate that kid. <laughs> he scares the crap out of me every time he gets the ball. <laughs> well, he, he didn't does. get it enough. He didn't get it enough, though, to help the Steelers win. Um, I thought again, you know, I gotta give the Browns, just generally speaking, they and their offense again, that last drive, a minute 18, and DTR. I mean, really, I, they Classic. they were trying they were trying to Classic. do a lot of these sort of screen passes and things and keeping it simple. But he was he made a few plays down the field. We were commenting about how he really didn't. Stefanski didn't have him go deep at all, even try to open up. I don't know if no. maybe he'll try to do that next week or whatnot. Um, there were some discussions even during the game on social media about bringing Joe Flacco now. He needs to be starting next week in Denver. I'm like. Who the hell are no, these he's people not who are going to start? But he is going to sign. No, and I and I, I agree. I just these people that are wanting to put Joe Flacco in there, like that's not going to. Ha- I mean, I understand why the Browns want to sign him. I get that, but I I think it's ridiculous to think that you need to insert him into this Browns no. offense immediately. You got to give DTR no. look. Even if the Browns lost this game. DTR, honestly, I thought, I mean, he played much better, much more poise than when against the Ravens. I thought he was much more uh, in sync with timing. He, he was anticipating things. Uh, He was getting, releasing the ball. Not great. He was late on a few passes that almost got him in the, some, well, a couple interceptions. He did have the one that got what Cooper kind of, it dropped and, or got through his hands. And then they, it didn't really hurt the Browns. Um, that much in that possession because I think the Browns' defense stopped them again. Uh, we weren't really scared of the Steelers' offense, and uh, outside of that run, they didn't. Excuse me, I just burped. Uh, they didn't make much. Uh, they didn't make much progress. They only had 249 yards of offense. The Steelers did minus the 74-yard run, and you're looking at 175 yards of total offense for the Steelers, which is not awful, yeah. but it's, it's certainly not like game winning. The Browns were more <laughs> around juggernaut. No, no, <laughs> um, no, I, I, it was nice. I'll tell you what it was. It was pretty cool being there too. And I don't know about you, but as a lifelong Browns fan, they were wearing their Brown and orange pants and to see Dorian Thompson Robinson wearing that number 17, Brian Sipes White old number. Masks. White Brian Sipe's old number, and I know he's not Brian Sipe, but you, it was it was a little bit inspiring, a little bit symbolic of what has been a really great Browns franchise. And uh, so it was a, a glorious day. Again, uh, we have lots more to talk about. 
this coming week. I know, Steve, you've got your Dog Pound South show that will be airing tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. You want to know what uh, impressed me most about uh, DTR? He would come out of the huddle with like 19, 18 seconds left in the mm. play clock. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. Rookies don't do that. Rookies take it down, you know. Yeah. They're talking and they don't know what play. But mm-hmm. 19 seconds, they're breaking huddle. They're heading yeah. to the line of the scrimmage. I was very impressed by that. That shows me he had great play management. Yes. Uh, I'm very impressed by this young man. Yes, I, I, am. I was. I heard there was an interview, and just to, maybe you saw it. I have a good friend of mine in Kansas who had texted me right after the game, and he said he he he's not a, he's a Chiefs fan, a Kansas City fan, but he said he 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 became a uh, DTR fan after he listened to this kid's interview right after the game on the field. I don't. Uh, he spoke to one of the probably the CBS reporters or what? Did you see any of that? Um, no, he said he said that. that yeah, he said that and I was telling him to send it to me if he finds it. He said that it was just very uh he was talked a lot about team and just he represented himself beyond his years. And I thought, well, that's that that that's pretty cool. That we've heard surprise this. Me. We, we've seen this. I mean, he started in 50 plus games at UCLA. The kid has a history of you know having success. Um and you know, knowing that we are going forward with him. We're going now out to out to Denver, <laughs> followed by a game against the Rams. Denver yeah. got a big win, um, or they're playing tonight. They did beat the Bills last week, and they're playing this game at home, so they're going to be building on some momentum potentially. It could be a really uh, rocket sockum uh, kind of game out there. Denver is a difficult place, as Browns fans know. Uh, historically, uh, we can talk about that some other day, but. <laughs> um, you know, the, the opportunities are there. They're seven and three, you know, you look at the rest of their schedule, they have Denver, but then they have the Rams who have really been floundering again bears. out in Los Angeles. Then you got the bears. Now before the bears, you got to go play Jacksonville. And then after the bears, you got to go out to Houston and play a very oh. hot CJ Stroud. Who's That's like, tough. I'm just, I keep thinking that the other foot's going to like, like CJ Stroud is just going to drop off because he's a rookie and he, and I thought he was a halfway decent quarterback at Ohio state, or maybe other teams will start figuring him out because I mean, I think it's a brilliant season that he's having, but it's like, (laughs) he's not stopping. I'm like, what the hell? And then we're talking about making him an MVP. And I'm like, no, this hold the phone on that. Like, okay, I get it. I mean, I know what you're saying. His numbers are there, but. I don't like he's a rookie and you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge CJ Stroud fan and I should, I guess I should be because I live here in Columbus, but um, I'm having a hard, I know I'm having a hard time believing that this kid is that fantastic, but you know, they're winning down there. Now they beat a pretty crappy Cardinals team. I'm sorry. I mean, they're one in eight or one in nine. So we beat them too. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying the, all this. And then if we go down Tim there, Schwartz dials up for him. Yes, they did beat the uh, Steelers. 
Mm. Did they really? So, they yeah. beat the Steelers and they beat the Bengals. Yeah. Man. In Jesus. Cincinnati. Man. I know. Well, that's going to be a tough game. Now that follows, then follows the New York Jets who are floundering. And then that finishes yep. up with the Cincinnati Bungles. Uh, the last game Ooh, of the season, which at that uh, point, done. that they're, they're done. done. But if the Bengals want to do anything to the Browns and ruin the Browns' yeah. season, that could uh, that you know they're or, done. Okay, they're done. All right, <laughs> I may have to go down to that Bungles game. I haven't been to Cincinnati to their stadium in a while. That might be a, a road trip. Neither have I. Been there twice. It's a really okay. nice stadium. Yes, it is. Yes. Um. Well, final thoughts on the evening. I just, you know, I'm super excited, uh, like most Browns fans are tonight. I think for me, watching that game live, it was one of those moments in where, okay, this might not pan out. And I was thinking <laughs> to myself, well, it'll be still be – even our colleague Joel was mentioning that in text messages as he felt this was going to end in tears. But it did not. It did not end in tears. It ended up in tears of joy. Um, and the Browns prevail well, 13 to 10. Yep. My wife spent the entire first quarter pissed at Kevin's to really? for not throwing the red flag on that safety. She I really going, think, yeah, Kevin, but tell, tell your, tell your wife. I know, Kevin, but I think there's more, red flag. I think there's more to that story though. I really do. I think that he was intending to, um, and either the refs, I, from what they're saying, the refs just were ignoring him. And my fan friend next to me said that he saw Kevin reacting like he was going to throw the flag. He was watching the sideline. I wasn't watching the sideline like he was. So I'd like to know more about that. But Well, when he threw it on the first touchdown, my wife yes. goes, oh, he just he wasted a timeout. And she left a room, and when she came back, they were kicking the extra point, and they went, right. she goes, oh, they're going for a field goal. And I went, no, they're going for an extra point. You won the <laughs> challenge. And that's she goes, awesome. about time. <laughs> that's that's right. Oh, my gosh. Hey, but um, let's, just, let's just put a cap on this. Mm-hmm. Um, good win by the Browns. Uh, they showed defensively that they are better than the Steelers. Yes. Uh, and the referees did not really make a difference in this game, which surprised me. Yeah. And uh, they turned the ball over and still won. TJ Watt pissed me off for the squealers late uh, in that game. He got him. that when he got that yeah. late stack and then he went to celebrate over in the dog pound. I'm like, you piece of crap. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, go Oh, uh, yeah. Go away. We don't <laughs> like away. any of you Watts. Just get and out of we here. We have a kicker. We do. We really do. It's, it's a, yeah. Now he shanked one, but then he hit him one. The other one, one, the other one that he did was brilliant. I mean, it went for like yeah. 80, 80 yards or something. Something crazy yeah. like that. Well, there's so much to talk about. It is Thanksgiving week coming up. I hope all you Browns fans that follow us here in the Fanatical Elves on Apple, on Spotify, thank you very much. <laughs> um, without your support 
and your uh, loyalty and uh, spreading the love, we wouldn't be where we're at now. We're gaining momentum. We're talking to fans. Tune into the Fanatical Elves Network. Follow us wherever you're at. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving coming up. We have a lot coming up this week. Uh, we may be oh, doing yeah. the Fanatical show uh, another day. It might I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it. I'll get with you, Steve, later. But we'll have all most of our shows this week. We might be doing a Fanatical Elves show at some point. Um, we'll we'll have next weekend's then game against the Denver Broncos. It's a late start, folks. It starts at four o'clock, so we'll be bringing you uh, pre-game and post-game uh, shows later in the day. Um, and uh, I'm not traveling to Denver, so I will be here. Uh, <laughs> so, everybody, take care. Steve, final thoughts on the night? Good win, second place. That's all I gotta say. That's all we got. That's all we got, man. It's great. It's a great feeling. The Browns are seven and three. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. Have a great Thanksgiving week, everybody. Stay safe and God bless. Go Browns. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.